Joining us now, she is the most recent winner on the LPGA Tour, Austin Ernst. Austin, welcome back into the golf shop. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, the the Walmart Northwest Arkansas Championship presented by P&G. I got to ask you out of the gate, though. Three rounds, 20 under par. Um, did it seem easy getting a 20 under par after the week before, uh, the first two day of the women's open conditions? And I mean, obviously not as windy on Saturday and Sunday, but still tough conditions. I mean, how does it feel going from those conditions to being able to shoot 20 under par? Oh, it's completely different. Um, yeah, the, the break of the weather was, was really nice. Um, Troon was, you kind of felt like you were getting beat up the whole day. So, uh, it was nice to kind of just be able to relax a little bit more um in arkansas uh the greens the greens were so soft that we really could just attack really with whatever club we had in um which was a nice change of pace and then i was rolling it well so i knew i could make a lot of birdies is it is it tough to play in those conditions at the women's open and then do you do you find yourself you know I mean because you're trying to hit all kinds of different shots you're trying to get it low you're trying to keep it under the wind we know that's you know there's a little bit different philosophy you got to play it maybe back in your stance a little bit change the finish your swing to keep things low does that mess up your golf swing and how do you kind of recover from that to turn around and you know shoot 63 in the final round to win a golf tournament it definitely can um I kind of I kind of figured out the week before the Scottish Open that if I put it maybe half a ball farther back and, and just choke down on the club. I could control it without really having to feel like I had to make any drastic changes. Um, but it's, it's so different to where it's all dependent upon the shape of the ball with how much the wind moves it. Um, and then obviously when you get, when you get a calm day, then it feels like the game is, is way easier. Um, the only, the only thing that was, uh, that was easy at Troon was you definitely had to visualize your shots. So I think it, it kind of dialed me in doing that. And then I just kind of, we had a, we had a calm day on Sunday at Troon where you could attack a little bit more. And I guess that kind of helped, helped ease it up leading into Arkansas. Austin, is it, is it a, a hard transition to go from hitting, you know, like, like we play in the United States with hitting higher shots and then, and then, and then transition hitting on the ground a little bit more is I mean how difficult is that for you to to adapt to? I think the toughest thing is around the green. Yeah. You're just hitting chip shots that you're not used to hitting. Um, I I was hitting bump and runs sometimes from forty yards off the green wow. where, yeah. you know, even this past week I'm just hitting it high and and a nice soft shot. But with how much the wind blows and then how firm the greens can be and how undulated they can be over there. You kind of just have to use the slopes that way. I think that's the thing that I adapted to the best this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one reason why, why I played well. It kind of took me it took me to seven years to figure out how to, um, how to see those shots and kind of get a feel for it. Yeah. It took Mickelson longer than that <laughs> before he won. Uh, you know, so you finish, you post a number at 20, and uh, and Anna Nordquist is out there. She's behind, and, and uh, she's she's got a couple holes left. Uh, what's your thought process uh, when you finish up? I mean, are you thinking, uh, are, are you going glass half full that she's not going to catch me? Or are you going glass half empty that uh, she's got some holes, including a par five at the end, that she might have a chance to tie this thing up or maybe even beat you? 
Well, they were they were right behind us. Yeah. So uh, they actually were on the tee with us on 18. Wow. Um, we had a we had a wait on 18. So um, I knew I had a pretty good idea. I was in the lead. I wasn't 100 percent sure. Um, and then 18 is very gettable. I mean, you can you can easily hit the green in two. So I knew I at least needed a birdie. And then when I made birdie, I asked Drew if it was going to be enough, and he said she was two back. But I saw she was in the left rough, and there's a tree that guards the green. Mm. Um, but the the pin was in a in a little bit of a bowl, so I was a little worried she might be able to hold it out <laughs> for eagle. Um, so it was definitely. Um, I mean, if I would have gotten beat at 20 under at the at the end of the day for three days, you just got to look at it and say, okay, I, mm. hat tip to them. They played they played unbelievable golf, but um, it definitely would have stung if I if I would have fallen at 20 under. Yeah. Um, but I, I was feeling pretty good about my position all day. Um, I knew I needed a really low score with her having a four-shot lead. Um, I kind of thought I needed something around like 61 or 62 You know, to, it, to really have a chance. Right. Is that, but at the beginning of the week, I, I thought 20 under would win. Is that something, uh, you know, I mean, talking about anticipating, you know, her holding it out for Eagle, do, is that something, you know, that, that golfers really need to, to do is always, whether, I mean, we always talk about it in match play. Yeah. We don't necessarily talk about it as much in stroke play is always be prepared for somebody to hit a miraculous shot, make a miraculous putt. Because if you're not, I mean, to your point, if you're not prepared for her to hold something out on 18, you're almost stunned going into a playoff. So you have to prepare yourself for that, don't you? Absolutely. I think you always have to expect that they'll do it, and then it's a nice relief when, <laughs> when that yeah. ball doesn't go in yeah. and, and you're officially the winner. But, yeah, you definitely always have to think your opponent's going to do something. It's almost like yesterday in the, on the PGA Tour event when, when Dustin makes that long putt on 18 and then – and then Rom comes back, makes a 66-footer in the, in the playoff to win. You kind of knew uh, when the playoff came about that I could see in, in Rom's face that he was prepared to win. I'm not so sure, DJ, uh, after that long putt, I think he just, you know, I guess you, I guess you loosen up a little bit or, you, or you're not as, not as focused. Is, is that accurate, Austin? can be. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it can it can work two ways. You can make the putt and then you're – you're jacked up because yeah. you have a chance to win. Sure, sure. Um, but at the same time, I mean, it golf's such a weird game where, you know, certain days mentally you're you're there and you're dead on and you're laser focused, and other days you have a harder time getting into that spot. Austin, uh, again, we're talking to Austin Ernst, the most recent winner on the LPGA Tour. Uh, first win since 2014. That has to be quite a relief uh, and uh, and uh, overdue coming in your mind, right? Yeah, that's what I, I definitely thought my second win would come much sooner than than six years later. Um, but it's it's a great feeling to to get the win. I'd been in contention quite a bit. I'd finished second, I think, every year from 2015 to 2018. So um, I always knew that I could win again. Um, but it's it's great to to have that trophy and be a two time winner. Austin, you grew up in Greenville. Um, at what age did you start playing? I started when I was six. My okay. dad's a director of golf, so I, I kind of grew up around the game. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, six. I, I was 10, and I thought I was young, but six, you probably you get a four-year <laughs> jump on me. And, and it, it, those four years really made a difference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even close to your league. 
But uh, and so you ended up at LSU. Who who courted you aside from LSU? Uh, I had a couple of friends um, that were going there. Uh, one of my really good friends was going there the year before me, okay. um, Mary Michael Maggio, and and she kind of taught me into going on a visit. And then once I once I got down there, I loved it. Um, I loved I, I loved college football, so that was a big draw. And then I really liked how warm it was, and that I'd be able to practice all year. Yeah, sure. Awesome. Yeah, you know, the other quick thing, too, with uh, obviously we're in a different environment this year, and it was great to see the uh, the Women's Open uh, step up and put that on, despite the fact that the Men's Open didn't go um, uh, over uh, across the pond. And how how different was it, you know, winning winning a golf tournament in 2020 versus 2014 without the fans how do you how do you feel out there coming down the stretch? I mean, is it is it hard because you're not getting the the audio cues that you get when a big putt's made or the the groans when a bogey or a double bogey's made? How how different and how difficult it is it? It it's harder to tell where you are. Um, Arkansas is really loud. Normally, we have mm-hmm. a lot of fans that come out. Um, the nice thing was there are a lot of houses that line the fairways and line the greens. So you had a lot of people having parties, and you got crowds that way, kind of. Mm-hmm. But it was hard to tell how the group behind us was actually playing because you'd hear a cheer here and there, but you wouldn't hear it nearly as loud as it normally was. Yeah. And then it, it's different where you don't you don't necessarily get all the claps when you make a birdie mm-hmm. or when you hit a really good shot, which is, which is strange because you're, you're so used to that. Um, and I think all of us, I know I do. I really enjoy playing in front of crowds. <laughs> I kind of feed off the energy. Oh yeah. Um, I I just really love playing in front of in front of people. So it's it's definitely strange. It was nice that there were some fans. We probably had the most fans we've had, just with how many how many homes are on the golf course. But it it's very it's very different than in fourteen when you know you've got people lining the fairways and. Um, their scoreboards and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, to that point, I mean, you know, you birdie one, two, and three out of the gate, then you bogey four. So there would have been a, a like a building momentum there, obviously. Uh, then you, you birdie six, seven, and nine, and then 11, 12, bogey 13, and birdie 14. And you just feel like that there should be like this amazing roar and just hum around the golf course of you making a move and coming from behind and you know the pressure building on Anna as this is going on and and you don't get any of that and you're you're kind of you're missing the momentum but you're also as as somebody trying to win a golf tournament you're also kind of missing that pressure that it puts on the other player yeah I think you still I think you still feel a little bit of the pressure um just from you, you know you're still trying to win the tournament but it definitely you know, it, it changes the dynamic of it in a in a weird way. It's going to be the same thing when the Masters happens this year, and yeah. you don't get the the cheers down aim and corner. You just don't really know where you don't really know who's charging you. You don't really know what's going on. Sometimes you can tell in Arkansas, you can tell if Stacy is playing well because sure. you hear all of the woo pig suey chants, and you hear <laughs> the crowd's a little the crowd's a little more into her than they would be anyone else so you can kind of tell from from the level of support sometimes who who's making the move plus it's added pressure i'm sure too that that anna's right behind you and she can see everything you're doing so i i would think that was that that was probably a little more pressure than 
or, or at least as much pressure as you see, even with crowds around. Yeah, for sure. That's what they, uh, they probably saw just about everything we did. Yeah. We were waiting a little bit on the group in front of us and they were mm-hmm. waiting on us to, they, I know they at least saw a lot of putts that were being hit and you kind of expect out there that a lot of, a lot of putts are for birdie. Um, so you kind of know when, uh, when somebody's making a little bit of a move. The last thing before we let you go, Austin, is uh, the A and A coming up. Um, you know, how do you, how do you, how does that golf course fit your eye? And uh, you know, what's been your best finish out there? Uh, I really like the golf course. Um, I've played it. I've played it eight years. I got to play it one year as an amateur, um, so I'm very familiar with it. I think it'll be a little different this year, just being different time of year. I think the grass will be a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my best finish is round. 18th or 20th mm-hmm. maybe um i'm not 100 percent sure but uh with how my game's trending uh you need you need to hit your irons well you need to drive it well and you get a few more longer irons out there so i kind of know what i need to work on um this week so that hopefully i can uh, be in contention again well austin we really appreciate you taking some time out to chat with us uh congratulations again on the w and good luck in the next major championship thank you thanks a lot thanks austin